you would not still desire it if it wasn't meant for you. Like you would not care about it. You would not be going after it if it wasn't meant for you. So I want to talk this week about crafting your own breakthrough and the ways in which we find the answers that we are hiding from ourselves. I know your first question might be, how do I know if I'm hiding an answer to a question from myself? And I think this depends on what you're manifesting and calling into your life. But I do feel like oftentimes when we're calling something in, the universe will give us little nudges, little moments to tell us that we've been heard in whatever it is that we are saying, we are clearing, we are doing, whatever it is that has maybe come up to our mind that we are acknowledging, it will give us a like, okay, this is what you're aligned for versus this is what you're aligned for. Sometimes in the case of money, we see this a lot whenever people are starting to like begin to really intentionally look at their energetic match for money. You know, we see people who are getting like $2 checks in the mail and they know that they're starting to call in and be open to receiving things randomly. Or you might be trying to manifest really big chunks of money and the thing that you're calling in is like those feel even more attuned to the ways in which the universe is responding to you and the ways in which you kind of get to explore deeper as to why you're a match to the things that are showing up for you. But what I think it's most important that we acknowledge before we kind of dig into this week's topic is that your body, your mind, your subconscious is always in the goal of protecting you. So the things, the thoughts that it's bringing to the surface, the things that you aren't able to see, everything that's happening in that capacity is your subconscious's way of trying to protect you. And we have to make ourselves feel safe enough to be able to go into those deeper places, into those deeper questions, into those spaces that maybe feel a little bit more uncomfortable or we just weren't able to see from the angle we were looking at. So before you sign up for another course, before you buy another book, before you do another thing, let's see if we can take the things that you're already utilizing that you already kind of feel like work and make them deeper. Or if you can shift your perspective and maybe change what you're doing because you haven't really been willing to admit that it's not working for you. So I had this breakdown in July of this year and July is my birthday. That is kind of my reset for the year. I'm not a big New Year's person because I like to be on my own timeline for things. And I really feel like that's the time of the year that I can say, okay, this is what I set out to do this year. And this is how it actually worked out. And am I being honest with myself about the results? Am I being honest with myself about the approach? And what are the things that I need to change? And the conclusion I came to this year pretty much took me to my knees in the way that like you don't want to have to hit it but you need to hit it to be willing to make the change so i think it's important that we start this with admitting what isn't working for us and not in a way where it means you don't get to have the thing that you're calling in you don't get to have the thing that you want something that i was recently reminded of is that you would not still desire it if it wasn't meant for you like you would not care about it you would not be going after it if it wasn't meant for you. So take that off the equation, take that off the plate. Like that's not a factor in this. We want to take a step back and just tweak the way we are seeing things. It's like you're watching a movie and somebody is changing the color grade in your eyes and it goes from being really happy and being really bright to feeling really moody and being really down. And as the colors change, you're noticing different details and the song hits differently and everything's changing when we kind of just give ourselves the moment to play with the dials. 
So be really honest with what you think is working for you. What friends are working for you? What habits are working for you? Where do you feel like you are just lost and things aren't happening the way you want it to and you don't really feel supported? What are the things that just feel like they aren't on your side right now and they are not working in your favor? And acknowledge those without judgment. Just acknowledge the fact that they are here and they are part of your journey. And now you get the opportunity to do something about them. I think a lot of times we get to this point where we're feeling stuck. And in feeling stuck, we start to embody the energy of being stuck versus the fact that things are changing. And when we can learn to kind of toggle between the energy of things are always shifting, things are always moving, things are always vibrating towards better stuff for me. And then also being in alignment with receiving and asking ourselves the questions that we're going to talk about in a second. It helps us not stay in that energy of just seeing everything as though we have no power around us and there's something that we can change. From a practical sense, we start taking a look at like our actions. We start taking a look at the things we're doing every day, the people we're hanging out with, the places that we're going. And the thing I invite you to do, doesn't have to be forever, will probably be something that you want to shift once you recognize that like, in my mind, I've been trying to add up A plus B to get to C and I keep adding A and A expecting it to change. So I need to take an A out of the equation and find a B so that I can get my C. And often that means changing something that's in the equation, changing a cog in the wheel. So that might mean you no longer watch this TV show that you're watching all the time. Like you take a break from it. You either change it to something more uplifting or you just take a nice big break from it so you can reset your intake for it because our subconscious is often living this life that we don't even recognize because we've been inundating it with this information for so long that we are completely numb to it. And now is a good time to mention that if you don't know what the things are that aren't working for you, Look at it from just like a clinical perspective. What are the things that you have just been doing for the last three months, six months, a year? What are those things? And can you temporarily swap something in its place? Can you spend more time with a different person? Can you spend less time with a different person? Can you not watch the news first thing? Can you not watch TV before you go to bed? Can like even playing with the equation in the smallest capacity when you're feeling so overwhelmed and so stuck and so just unable to hear whatever it is you need to hear, sometimes the action of just switching things up in the simplest ways without having to dig into it, if you can't dig into it, helps you start the process of creating the new cog in the now, the second part of this is acknowledging the things that we feel like we should be doing. And this is something that is a continual part of our growth and is a continual part of building trust in ourselves because inevitably the biggest portion of our ability to manifest is going to be our ability to hear our own voice and to hear our intuition and to really create the space that we need to listen. So let's talk about some of the tools that you're probably utilizing that I've been utilizing that we all kind of utilize in ways that maybe you need to utilize differently. The two biggest tools we talk about with manifesting are often journaling and scripting. Those are the ones that we hear the most often and they are taught in a lot of ways by a lot of different people and we're each teaching the way that works for us. But it's even better when we get to a point where we can say, 
I've been trying it. I understand that this tool is helpful, but the way in which I'm trying to utilize it is not working for me. Is there a different way or a different version of this that might be better suited to what I need to do to get the answers I'm seeking, to feel more like an energetic match, to feel more aligned with the thing that I'm calling in? This is where we get back into the whole habits of things and looking at stuff that we are just kind of doing without realizing it. Take some time to pay attention to how you actually feel, like what the energy feels like whenever you are choosing to journal or try to script your day. Does it help you feel the feelings of whatever it is that you're actually trying to accomplish? If you're like me, I feel really hopeful and grateful. Like those are my two biggest energies whenever I'm really like sitting in the space of having the thing that I want. But sometimes journaling doesn't do that for me. Oftentimes scripting from the beginning of my day doesn't do that for me. So what are the changes that you need to make to make that work for you? Well, let's talk about journaling first because I want to give you another option to put into your rotation and see if this works or if maybe it opens you up to something else that might be your version of this. Now, as a writer and storyteller, I find sometimes that with journaling, no matter what I do, and this is a part of my job that I absolutely adore, but sometimes there is that capacity to want the words to be a certain thing, that the thing that I'm doing, the thing that I'm like trying to write onto a page needs to have a direction. There's a little bit less about the freedom of a thing just being or it being whatever direction I need to be guided there are times where that doesn't necessarily feel like the case for me. There are plenty of times where I will just go on like a rampage and write everything out that I'm feeling and I get everything out so I can just kind of acknowledge it and give myself the validation I need for whatever emotions or just thoughts that my subconscious is trying to protect me with. But the other side of that is sometimes I really actually just need to hear the words out loud. This is a part of my human design as a projector and that I really value the relationships in which I can speak as though I am pulling a thing out of my mind and I'm not asking for advice. I'm really speaking to share and to pull something out of my soul and to hear it in the way that I need to hear it so that I can understand all of the stuff that maybe I haven't been attuned to because it's just kind of been stuck in me. My throat chakra is very strong. So I use voice notes a lot for that. And this is something if you feel like you're really stuck with journaling, and you just aren't quite getting it, use your voice notes, use your voice memos. If you really just want to have like any time space to go through this, utilize your voice memos as a way to talk out whatever it is that's kind of in your head. And if you need to listen to it back, you might hear yourself differently. You might hear the way that you're speaking about it. You might hear the emotion in your voice. It might be a different experience for you listening it back versus when you're writing it out. Because we write a lot. We text a lot. We do a lot with words already on the page. And sometimes the way that our brain needs to hear it is not in the words on the page. Words are powerful. We will talk about them in a second. But we need to hear all of the things that we're not hearing when we're putting words on paper. So let's talk about scripting because this is something we often come to as a way to manifest. And I think I utilize scripting in a couple of ways. So I utilize scripting as a way to see where I maybe have some sticky energy that I don't recognize. When it comes to helping me connect with having the thing that I want to have, I like to use visualizations. I have a really specific one that I've been using recently that I'll probably record and release for you guys. But when it comes to scripting, sometimes that energy is just not there or I'm vibing in a different energy and I 
can't get my brain there because there's something there that I need to understand. So maybe for you, scripting is a multifaceted tool. It is something that you use in certain pockets where you're connecting with the future version of yourself. I love to do this when I'm traveling and I'm in a space where like there's a lot of people around me and I need to find ways to have those energetic breaks throughout the day. I do these in the shower and I very much picture myself in the version of my life where I'm in the shower in whatever house in the future or whatever place in the future or whatever moment in the future. I'll do it when I'm in the car, if I'm like sitting at the drive-thru, picturing my hands on the wheel driving whatever car future me is driving but at the same time I will also look at it as a way to see the spaces and maybe which I'm not feeling actually fully connected to what I'm calling in and for me that typically is an indicator of some kind of block some kind of something that my subconscious is not quite ready for me to see or feel or acknowledge it or there's something underneath that I need to dig into so if I'm looking at my bank account and I'm having a really hard time seeing you know the idea of a certain amount of money in my bank account or different things happening in different ways I did this recently with like my TikTok following and I was kind of going in and looking at it and thinking I don't I don't feel fully connected and or I feel kind of neutral slash numb to certain numbers being at the bottom. So what does that look like for me? Where do I need to dig into that? And we'll talk about that and how to find those answers next. But the most important thing with any of these tools is to utilize and connect with how you're feeling. How do you feel when you're utilizing them? And what is that telling you about your experience? And then what can you utilize that to help you understand at a deeper level? Feel really anxious when you're trying to script. Is that maybe an indicator for you and an energy of this isn't working? Is that maybe an energy for you that whatever it is that you're trying to call in is going to cause anxiety for you? It's not only about what you're doing it's about how what you're doing is making you feel at the time i think we all know what it's like to have a conversation with somebody where words mean different things to us or the way that we're asking it is not the way that they're hearing it they're not the way they're receiving it they're hearing a bunch of things behind all of the words so I was having a conversation the other day with somebody who was telling me that when i do something they can't hear me and i thought okay the way that I hear that simple phrase is you saying that like you're not paying attention to me and not that you need me to ask you again or not that like what you just said didn't like click in your brain or like I am hearing it from a perspective of I always feel like I need to repeat myself to you. You never hear me when I say things and nothing gets done and I ask to get done. So when you say you can't hear me, I'm not hearing you for that you can't hear me. I'm hearing you for all of the emotions that I'm bringing into this. So when you're asking yourself a question that maybe somebody's giving to you from a journal prompt or you're doing a course that you've done a couple of times and you're getting back to it and you're looking at the question and you think, I can't hear you. I don't understand. You have to break it down a little bit more and we're going to tweak it a little bit. A lot of times we talk about the emotion of feeling the thing that we're calling in and that we are trying to create that energy now and we haven't quite actually figured out or we think that we're supposed to be feeling a certain way about the thing that we're calling in but that's not actually the way that that makes us feel. It's not a bad thing. It's just a matter of us being honest with that. So I'm sure you could Google it, a list of like different emotions, but start to play with what the actual emotion is that you are calling into or feeling when you get whatever it is that you're calling in. So I don't tend to put 
happiness outside of myself. Like I tend to find joy in little things. I tend to find gratitude in little things. I tend to lean more towards gratitude than any other emotion. But when I'm calling in something, I specifically tend to feel hopeful because whatever it is I'm calling in means change. It means possibility. It means, you know, there's so much like good and powerfulness that can spread from this thing that I'm calling in. And because I understand the why behind the thing that I'm calling in specifically for me, but like hope and gratitude are the emotions that I feel. So at the same time, when you're looking at the thing that you're calling in and you're saying, okay, normally the question is what in me believes that I can't have this? What in me believes this is impossible for me? You know, whatever the case may be. And you've been in manifesting for however long, or you've been kind of in this state of wanting to call stuff in and you're looking at it and you're thinking, well, like, I totally believe it's possible because I know it's possible because it's worked for everybody else. So like, that's not the question that your subconscious needs you to ask. Your subconscious is asking you to find a different word. So instead, let's pick a different word. This is a great time to use a thesaurus or again, you know, some kind of other, I'm sure we, I will find a link in the description box for you guys of like an emotional list of things. But like, maybe the question needs to be different is what pain do I think I will have if I receive this because maybe there's something in your subconscious that creates money with pain and pain that it's caused you in the past and you haven't been ready to face that or it's just not in your frequency and you needed to hear that specific word. So you've identified what you want. You know you're going after, you've asked for it. Your guides have heard you. They want you to have the thing. The desire is there, but your subconscious is doing what your subconscious does best and it's trying to protect you. And it needs to hear the words in a way that it feels safe enough to answer them. It needs to feel safe enough to be able to pull back and acknowledge whatever it is that it's been hiding. And that's going to be determined by how you ask the question and what question you're asking. But for the deeper stuff, for the things that are really actually driving the car for your energetic match it's you think you have the wheel and you are driving in one direction but you're an electric car that's being powered by somebody else and that is your subconscious and you need to do in some rewiring you need to understand what it's actually plugged into the gps so you don't feel like you're like ramming into the wall every five seconds or trying to drive it in a different direction and nothing's going anywhere and then you get in the energy of stuckness like you gotta figure out how you get to look at the GPS that is driving the subconscious car of your life. This is whatever metaphor we're using today. So instead of asking yourself, what makes me think that I can't receive this? What belief is in me that believes I can't have the thing? Because that may be a little bit too vague. Or I'm going to list a few emotions right now. If they resonate with you, go for it. If not, I'm going to leave this linked below and Hopefully it will help you have a deeper conversation with yourself that you weren't able to have before. What pleasure do I think I'll receive from having X thing? What pride do I think I will receive for having X thing? What loneliness do I think I will receive for calling in X thing? Do I think having X thing will make me feel miserable? What kind of anxiety do I think X thing will bring into my life? What kind of trust do I think X thing will bring into my life? What kind of hatred do I think X thing will bring into my life? What kind of love do I think X thing will bring into my life? Now, of course, from there, it's our job to say, is this ultimately true? Like, 
is this, as Amanda says, on the chalkboard written in the sky. Like, it's erasable. You can rewrite it. Catherine likes to say that you can't search for the past. And if it's not real and you can't find it, then it doesn't exist. So then what is your truth? You get to decide your truth. What is a way in which you've experienced a different version of this before? The emotion that feels the most abundant to you? What are the beliefs and facts and things that you want as your standard? I like to call them facts. Sometimes story doesn't work for me. I like to create what I feel like are going to be the facts of my life. Like there's no question about them because as a storyteller, I can add in a lot of details and go a lot of direction. But what are going to be your facts? But this was a big one this week. We really dug in. I hope that this helped you. I am always learning when I'm sharing with you guys. So even some of these emotions are bringing things up for me. There's another level to this of stuff that like I've kind of been doing and digging into. And we can talk about that in another episode. But I wanted to keep this in a space where you could take some action this week. And maybe you're in a space of just feeling like you've been kind of on the train for a while and you are no longer seeing things. Everything just is out of your ability to change it because you've been staring at it for so long. Hopefully this gives you a little push, a little nudge, the little redirection you needed to switch things up and create some new perspective. If you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on YouTube or whatever platform you're listening to, share with a friend. We are all about helping the people in our community that we love and want to see succeed have a little bit more support in their life. I love talking to you guys. So come DM me on Instagram and tell me what question triggered your breakthrough. What was the thing that helped you see things in a new way? I feel like we do so much for each other and we don't even realize it when we share our wins. Bye for now. I love you. It is a good day. Have a good day. And I hope you'll have a beautiful week wherever you are. Bye guys.